الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي درشتنا respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home majority of the lifetime of hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam was spent in the city of makkatul mukarramah when nabuwat was given to huzur alaihi salatu wassalam all of a sudden the attitude of the meccans the people of makkah changed completely for 40 years these were the same people who honored nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam with the title of being muhammad al amin the minute iqra bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq khalaq al insana min alaq اقرأ وربك الأكرم الذي علم بالقلم وذريل everything in مكة المكرمة changed and that has been the case with all the prophets أنبياء عليهم الصلاة والسلام take for an example سيدنا إبراهيم عليه الصلاة والسلام he was born with where was ibrahim alayhi salam born ji iraq mashallah we should be now very familiar with this one name of iraq ibrahim alayhi salam was an iraqi ibrahim alayhi salam was born in iraq and where was musa alayhi salam born in egypt mashallah ibrahim alayhi salam was born in iraq to a father whose profession was that uh, he was a carpenter and ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam would see the father cut out from pieces of wood idols and that was very difficult for ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam to take in again the same pattern in his youth Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam was young well respected and honored by the people and his community but when Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam started to question the own his own father ya abati lima ta'budu ma la yasma'u wa la yubsiru wa la yughni anka shay'a oh my dear father how can you worship something that is blind deaf and that cannot help you from anything any difficulty that comes to you ya abati 
O oh my father in Surah Maryam La ta'budi shaytan Don't worship the shaytan Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam Was very straightforward And da'wah starts from the house first That is why the very first verse One of the first verses of Huzur alayhi salatu was salam Revealed to him with regards to da'wah was وَأَنذِرْ عَشِيرَتَكَ الْأَقْرَبِينَ Remind those who are closely related to you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, give them da'wah first. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa sallam started with the father. And we know the story. After a bit, let alone the community and the local people, even the own family members did not want to know Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa sallam. And he migrated, he was forced to leave that part of the area where he came from, Iraq. And he went to Philistine and later on to Egypt. But this has been the pattern with every single Nabi. Hazrat Nuh alayhi salatu was salam, Rabbi inni da'autu qawmi layla wa nahara, falam yazidhum du'a'i illa firara. Incredible two rukus of the Quran about Hazrat Nuh alayhi salatu was salam. Continuously, again, family members. And even the story of his son is mentioned in the Quran. Here, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he said to the people, the people of Makkah, that I am the Nabi, everything changed. Now, Makkah was a city completely different from other cities in the Arabian Peninsula. Very, a very famous, very cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan in a sense that you had different uh, merchants and traders coming from all over Arabia in the city of Makkah. In Makkah you had three souks and souk means bazaar, bazaar. Annually in the uh, open uh, in an open area all the traders would gather and they would buy and sell. Majority of the people of Makkah in Makkah Makkah, the city itself, did not produce anything. Everything was imported. Majority of the traders would go to Syria, or some of them would go to Yemen. And Yemen, in the time of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam, was a very, very modern city, a very fertile land. And the Yemenis would go to India and get Indian goods and come back to Yemen and sell it to the people of Makkah. That is why the Indian swords were very, very famous. Hindustan Katalwa. And anything, any goods that came from India was a mark of great quality at that time. And that is how, I was always wondering how the word Hind crept into the Arabic language always bothered me personally. How did Hind, how can Hind be an Arabic word? Because when you study the Arabic grammar, you'll find uh, Amar, Bakar, Hind said this, Hind, Hind. The word Hind is always there. And Hind is of Hindustan, Hind ki Or Hind. And the word Hind comes in from the Yemeni traders who would go to India and when they would come back with goods, they regarded anything that came from India 
uh, as a mark of quality and they loved Indian products to such an extent that some of them even started naming their children as Hind. So that's the way you get this word Hind in the Arabic language and some of them went to Syria, Sham, even today if you've been to Syria, uh, in Sham, in Damascus you will see uh, business there also. And this was even in the time of Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So all of the people would meet up in the city of Makkah Al-Mukarramah in Sukul Uqaz, one, one great bazaar, and even Al-Majanna, that was a bazaar, and also Zawil Majaz, that was also another bazaar. So all these traders would come, and after buying and selling, what they would do is to pay thanks uh, to to pay uh, thanks to the Kaaba and the idols that were there. They would do tawaf of the Kaaba. They would even come with their own idols, and every time they would travel, they would have one idol with them, a pocket idol, and that was like a good omen. That was that if they travel with this, uh, they will prosper and. They will have, they will make good business in the city of Makkah. So after finishing, after business was completed, they would come and they would make tawaf of the Kaaba and thank all the aliyahs billah, the idols that were inside the Kaaba. And that is why it's very important as Muslims we study the seerah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. That period of time when Nabuwat was given to him until Wasallam made hijrah to Madinatul Munawwara with all the difficulty all the difficulty in Makkatul Mukarramah when you look at Makkatul Mukarramah it is locked up there is this enclosure no one has even bothered to conquer that part of the region Alexandra the Great came as far as uh, the tip of the desert and when he looked at the desert, he just turned away. He says, what do I want to conquer this desert which is full of mountains? And he just turned away, his army turned away. Wallahu alam, but when you look at the books of history, it seems that the only man who came with an army in the Arabian Peninsula was Abraha with his elephants. No other king, no one else came. Everyone turned away and the ulama say, that again is the hikmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was to be born in that desert in the city of Makkatul Mukarramah. Nobody conquered that part of the region. Subhanallah. And Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would carry out his mission in the midst of aggression and difficulty that was there from the Qurayshi people Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam carried out his mission and this in itself is a miracle of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam's da'wat was not only to the locals the people who lived in Makkah al-Mukarramah now Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam even gave da'wat to the traders who came from outside Makkah and at any opportunity given to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam with hikmat and with wisdom Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam would go to them and invite them towards deen, towards Islam when Abu Jahl, Abu Lahab 
Walid bin Mughayrah saw this. That now Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam is inviting the traders and some of them uh, were leaders of the tribe. Rich people had a lot of influence in the tribe. And they would come and they would listen to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Again this emergency meeting took place straight away. Abu Jahal, Abu Lahab, Walid bin Mughayra and they made mashwira that what should we do if the foreigners, non-Meccan Arabs come and listen to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam that will mean that in the middle the mushrikeen will be left all isolated whilst the other parts of the Arabian Peninsula would have embraced Islam and this was a difficulty for the Qureshi people Mashwira was done and from Abu Jahal, Abu Lahab the one, well he was a kafir but who was supposed to be clever from the three was Walid bin Mughayrah and Walid bin Mughayrah was always selected as an Amir Walid bin Mughayrah was there with a group of people and they said what should we do we either stop Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam from giving da'wat to the people or stop people from paying attention to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the mashwira started and some of them said that no what we should do is uh, we should continue with the propaganda and this propaganda war starts from the time of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and they said that we should accuse Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam false allegation that he claims to be a god and he is forcing people to worship him al-ayazubillah claims of divinity khudab sallallahu alayhi wasallam ka ye alam so that when people understand uh, what Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam has said according to them they will turn away from him Walid bin Mughayra was a clever man and he said, no, this will not work. Why? Because there is no proof of ever Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam saying this. No proof at all. Another group of people said that, let us accuse him of being al-iyazu billah, a majnoon, a madman, or someone who is possessed, that he is in connection with a jinn, and all the knowledge that comes to him is from a jinn, and the jinn is with him. Walid bin Mughayra again said to the people that there are no symptoms of a madman or someone who is insane or possessed in this man, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The third and the final option for the people was to accuse Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam of being a great magician, a sahir. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, فَلَا أُقْسِمُ بِمَا تُبْسِرُونَ وَمَا لَا تُبْسِرُونَ إِنَّهُ لَقَوْلُ رَسُولٍ كَرِيمٍ وَمَا هُوَ بِقَوْلِ الشَّاعِرٍ The Quran is not poetry. قَلِيلًا مَا تُؤْمِنُونَ وَلَا بِقَوْلِ كَاهِنٍ Aliyazu Billah Hadrat Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not receive information from a fortune teller and the fortune tellers were all connected with the jinn. وَلَا بِقَوْلِ كَاهِنْ قَلِيلًا مَا تَذَكَّرُونَ تَنْزِيلٌ مِّنْ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ It is a wahi, a revelation sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Walid bin Mughayra listened to them and he said that we can't even accuse Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be a magician 
Why? Because he does not practice the common tricks what the magicians do in the city of Makkah al-Mukarramah, what they practice. Absalallahu does not perform any of those tricks. So it would be difficult to convince the people that he is also a magician. Again, Walid bin Mughaira was, was such a clever man. He said, we should accuse him of being a magician and that he does magic with his speech, with the eloquence that is given to him. Yani zaban ki zariye se, ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam jadu karte. With his speech, there is so much power in the tongue of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that whoever listens to what Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam says, a spell will be cast on him and he will be overpowered and he will surrender to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the propaganda should be that no one should even listen to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the most powerful uh, miracle, mu'ajiza that was given to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the Quran. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would recite in front of them the Quran. This was the propaganda. In, uh, in the face of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the companions. So everyone who came and entered the city of Makkah, there were groups of people warning them that you come for business, whatever you do, buying and selling, that is fine. But don't come close to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a Qurayshi young man, and don't come close to the followers of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And they were warned straight away. And some of them even, Al-Iyazu Billah, the propaganda there was, there was this young man whose name was Jabbar, and he was a practicing Christian, and he had knowledge of uh, the scriptures. By birth, he was a Persian, a Rumi in a hadith has said that, I don't fear uh, the Persians upon my ummah. I fear Banul Asfar upon the Ummah. Banul Asfar are the, the, the Rumi people or, or the Europeans. Who are they? Who are them? The Europeans. Banul Asfar, the Europeans, the Rumi people. Al-Islam mim ghulibati Rum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the Rumi people. And Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that the Banul Asfar will always attack the Muslims and they will attack the Muslims in such a way that even if they were destroyed in any way they will come back very very quickly and retaliate and go against the Muslims for the second and for the third time the companion said to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O Prophet of Allah, how long will this continue for? Wasallam says, until the day of Qiyamah. And this is what we witness today. Just for an example I put forward to, my, to the brothers here. Take for an example the world war that took place. Germany was completely crushed. See? Completely bombarded, completely out, wiped out. But look at the Germans today. Again, very, very quickly, the Europeans, this is what Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam says. I don't fear about the Persian, but I fear of Banul Asfar. 
the Rumi people, and the Rumi people were the Europeans. And I fear of them, and look at the Germans today. They are again very, very powerful. The economy of Germany is very, very strong. They have an army, and the Europeans are generally strong. This is the Peshin Goy. The foretelling of Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So Ab Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Subhanallah Alazim, they said that anybody who comes to Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and will listen to him, this will mean that he is under the spell of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So they stopped him and there was this young man whose name was Jabbar, who was a Christian from Persia. And Ab Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would often meet him. He lived in the area where Marwa is today, Safa and Marwa. And Ab Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would meet him with the intention that he might become a Muslim. So every time Ab Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam passed by, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would stop and explain to him about Tawheed and the oneness of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. What the Qurayshi Kufar uh, did when they saw Ab Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam frequently meeting this man whose name was Jabbar, they said that Aliyazudillah, all of the knowledge that is given to Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is given to him by this Christian friend whose name is Jabbar. And a verse of the Quran was revealed to Huzur Alayhi Salatu Wasalam where Allah says that we have heard them saying that a man has taught you the Quran when the Quran is in pure, clear Arabic language and he is Ajami, a non Arab. Ajami Arabi. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Can something that is Ajami can that be the same as something that is Arabi? And that man spoke Farsi, Persian, and Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam spoke fluent Arabic. So how could he give Aliyah any form of knowledge, anything to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam? On the contrary, he was being benefited by Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That is why in Surah Yusuf, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna anzallahu Qur'anan Arabiya. We have revealed to you the Qur'an in the Arabic language, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَعْكِلُونَ So that you can understand, subhanAllah, this is the mu'ajiza again of this language. But what we have to see here again is that with all the aggression, with all the propaganda that was there, to stop people from meeting Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it had an adverse effect. The more they tightened the noose, the more people became Muslims. And this is what we have to understand today. The more the propaganda today, the Muslims are this, the Muslims are that, the Muslims are this, the Muslims are that. Subhanallah, we see that the doors of Hidayat are opening up for everyone. More and more people are becoming Muslims. More and more people now want to understand the seerah and biography of who Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam is. More and more people stop us on the road and they talk to us about Islam. MashaAllah. And I mentioned that last week also. A man stopped me and he looked at me and I won't go through that again. But just 10 minutes standing with him and talking to him about Islam and he said to me really nobody has spoken to me uh, in this uh, in this level of understanding of Islam 
یعنی شریعت کے ساتھ ساتھ سیاست ایون پالیٹکس ایکسپلین ٹو ہم دیٹ نو مسلمز آر ناٹ ٹیرورسٹ مسلمز آر پیسفل پیپل اینڈ یو ہیو ٹو انڈرسٹینڈ دیٹ اینڈ اف وی ٹیک ٹائم آؤٹ ماشاء اللہ اللہ سبحان و تعالیٰ پٹس اٹ ان دے ہارٹس سو ان دا ٹائم آف حضور علیہ صلاۃ وسلام دا کفار دا قریشی پیپل وانٹڈ ٹو بلاک حضور علیہ صلاۃ وسلام کمپلیٹلی بٹ سبحان اللہ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened the roads of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. It is said once a group of 20 Christians came to visit Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. Beasts. And, and they were uh, selected from their own tribes, a delegation of 20 people. They came on a fact-finding mission of who Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam really was. Now the news had spread all over Arabia and outside Arabia there is a man who says that he is a Rasul after Isa alayhi salatu wasalam so a lot of people came to Arabia to see who Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam was and 20 people came and in one majlis in one sitting Aap sallallahu alayhi wasalam sat with them and Aap sallallahu alayhi wasalam opened up the Quran in front of them And Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam recited the Qur'an in front of him. Imagine the kiraat of Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam. If we can cry when we hear the recitation of the great qurra of the ummat of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then what about the kiraat of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam read Qur'an in front of them, all 20 of them became Muslims. سارے بیس کے بیس سارے مسلمان ہوگی اینڈ کفار دا قریشی پیپل فاؤنڈ آؤٹ دیٹ دا ٹوینٹی ہو چین کرسچن مسلم فائنڈنگ مشن اینڈ ریٹرننگ بیک دا قریشی پیپل سراؤنڈ سیڈ ٹو دیم واٹ کائنڈ صلی And we know what he preaches is not right. It is false that he is an imposter, aliyazu billah. And you have sat with him for a few minutes and you have become a Muslim. Don't you think you have to rethink and take the right course? Do you think this is sirat al-mustaqeem, the right path? And again, 20 of them, in front of them, again, renewed the shahada and walked away from him. And they said, la ilaha illallah. Every time they wanted to block someone from Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, they could not stop that. And the most famous poet of Arabia at that time, uh, whose name was Tufail al-Dawsi. Tufail al-Dawsi, most famous. And the poets had a lot of power in the Arab world. The poets were feared. They had a lot of power. When, when news broke out that to fail at Dawsi is to arrive in the city of Makkah, all the Qureshi people gathered there for to fail at Dawsi to come in the city of Makkah. And when he came, they greeted him and they said to him, to fail, there is this man who produces incredible poetry in the Arabic language. And they, refer, they were referring to the Quran. Our advice to you is not to listen to what he says to you. Our advice to you is that if he walks in front of you, turn away from him. Don't listen to him. Why? 
for he is a magician and in his speech there is sihr, there is jadu, there is magic. And he got this man who was a famous poet of Arabia so scared that every time Abdullah was to walk in one direction to fail a dose he would turn away. This was all propaganda, Billah. Until one day Tufail al-Dawsi had the opportunity to set his eyes upon Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam beautiful face. And he came in front of Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam and the Arabs were there, the mushrikeen, watching Tufail al-Dawsi go to Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam and he sat in front of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa Here, the most famous poet of Arabia and his poetry was so famous that they would hang his poetry on the wall of Kaaba to fail at Dawsi. Rabbi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sat in front of him also and invited him to the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala towards Tawheed and Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam again recited the Quran because he was a poet. When he heard the Quran, he was so touched. He stood up and he said to the people of Makkah that I am a sha'ir and I say to you that what Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying it is not sha'iri, it is not poetry, it is wahi, it is revelation and all of you should surrender to him. It was a big blow for the people of Makkah. One by one, everyone was becoming the khadim of Rasulullah. One by one, one by one, one by one. Insha'Allah Ta'ala, this will continue until the day of Qiyamah. And when Isa alayhi salatu was salam will come, every individual will be a Muslim, Insha'Allah Ta'ala. And the effect of the Qur'an, the power of the Qur'an was such, when they saw that groups and groups of people were becoming Muslim. Abu Jahl, Abu Sufyan, and Ahnas bin Shurek. These were leaders the most antagonistic type of people who did not want to listen to Huzur alayhi salatu was salam until in the night one day Abu Jahl was sleeping and he was wondering that I should go and listen to Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam what he is saying and the same thought came into the mind of Abu Sufyan and Akhlas bin Shuraik and how Allah plans <laughs> and how Allah plans Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam he went to the city and he saw people were worshipping the stars. That's why the best astronomers in the world were Muslims. Why they were not scared to study the stars and the moon. Whilst the other pagan world would take them as deities. And so it was an act of great abomination to study the stars. So they would not study. And Muslims were there, mashallah, in the field of science, studying the star and the moon and everything. Ibrahim salam was walking there, falamma janna alayhi layl, and it was night. He saw the stars and he said to the people, let me accept what you say for a moment and believe you that the stars are, you know, gods that you worship. Beautiful logic. Put yourself back in the time of Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam. Huh? Clean logic, simple words. 
sitare ghurub ho gaye qala uhibbul aqidin ibrahim alayhi salam became disappointed this is what kind of a god is this that he comes after a certain period of time and he goes away and he comes and he goes away and after a bit he went to another group of people and in that tribe they were worshiping the moon uh, and the Americans think that they've been in the moon have they really been on the moon uh, it's incredible I mean some of the stage act that they can do moon ke upar jana koi aasan kaam hai is it like going from here to the other part of the world hargiz nahi people even feared people fear today to travel in some parts of the world like in the desert if you don't have the right guide even to cross the ocean or moon ke upar gaye wallahu alam the quran is silent about this but there is a big question mark and here Ibrahim salam saw them worshipping the moon and what did he say if my lord did not guide me then I would be from those who were made to go astray and finally how Ibrahim salam guided the people when he saw the sun dazzling sun and he says this is my lord the biggest lord and he said to the people, Oh my people, I am free from the shirk that you do. Subhanallah. This was how the prophets worked with the community in their time in simple words. Simple words. Kabi kabi bahat dakik bato ki zarurat nahi hoti hai. Kabi kabi saadi alfaz se operation ho jata. Saadi alfaz. Dil ka operation ho jata. Subhanallah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was there explaining to, to the people the 20 Christians became Muslim At-Tufail al-Dawsi became Muslim Abu Jahl is sleeping in the night and he's restless and he wakes up, wakes up in the night slowly in a very discreet way uh, comes close to the hujra of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and finds one corner and they knew exactly the tartib and the timing of Wuzur alayhi salam. Abu Bakr Siddiq would wake up in the night and recite the Quran. Umar Farooq would wake up and recite the Quran. And so Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam would wake up. They were so overwhelmed by the situation that they had no choice but to listen to the Quran. Abu Jahl was there, taken one, one corner of the hujra of Wuzur alayhi salam. Akhnas bin Shuraid comes again in the night, takes another corner. And Abu Sufyan comes on the other corner. None of them know that they are there. Each of them are there. None of them. Kisi ko kisi ka ilme. And all of them listen to the Quran of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. And when dawn breaks slowly, very quietly again, first Abu Jahl goes, Akhmas bin Shirek goes, Abu Sufyan goes, and subhanAllah, all of them meet together. <laughs> and they were ashamed. And no excuses when they looked at each other and they confessed the truth that yes, I just went to listen to Huzur alayhi salatu was salam and to, to listen to what he preaches to the people, that's all. Abu Jahl got very angry, he was the strongest of them all. He says, now next time if any of you go, you better be careful. Khud gaya, subscribe. Tomorrow we won't go. Again tomorrow 
the next day when they are sleeping, each of them sing that, oh, who will dare to go again for the second time? <laughs> Thinking that all three of them decide to go. Again, take the same spot, listen to the Quran for the second time. Allah ki kudrat, Allah does not guide guide them except for Abu Sufyan who later on in Fatih Makkah becomes a Muslim and for the second time they meet all of them this is the power of the Quran and we still have the Quran Alhamdulillah with us that is why I say that a great lesson for us to be learned is from the period of Nabuwat until migration of Wasallam's method of Dawat was only to explain to them the Quran the teachings of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa Inshallah, if we do that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open up the doors of hidayat and you will see the non-Muslims enter into Islam. And the second time when they meet each other again, they, they promise never to do that again. And they say what we did for the second time is very, very wrong. And imagine what would happen if the youth, if the Qurayshi young ones find out that the leaders are going to listen to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam in the Quran. What would happen? Abu Jahl warned them again. Allah ki shan, tisri raat hui, tabdi betab. They had no choice, but once they, they knew the Arabic language, and to listen to the Quran was something else for them. For the third time continuously, all of them again go very, very quietly. This time they are very, very careful. Allah ki kudrat, third time again at Fajr time when they go back, all three of them meet. And they just stayed quiet, they looked at each other and did not say utter a word and they went back. That is why once Akhnas bin Shuraik said to Abu Jahl, Oh Abu Jahl, look, no one is here, tell me what is your opinion of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam who he says to be, who he claims to be a prophet. Is he a prophet? Billah, is he an imposter? Or a kazib? Jutha, a liar? Billah. Abu Jahl looked around and Ahmad bin Shuraik was very close to Abu Jahl and they were good friends. And he said regarding Huzur alayhi salam, Wallahi ya Ahmad, in the name of Allah, o Ahmad, listen to me. Inna Muhammadan la sadiqun. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the most truthful. Yeah. SubhanAllah, Allah gives hidayat to whom he wills. And Allah gave hidayat to Abu Sufyan. This was the power and the mu'jiza given to Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam, the Quran, the greatest miracle given to him. And a lot of the ayats were revealed in the city of Makkatul Mukarramah. And we have this mu'ajiza with us. It is our fundamental duty that we study the Quran and we spread the message of the Quran and the teachings of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina wa Nabiyyina wa Mawlana Muhammadin Nabiyyilumi wa ala alihi wa sallim taslima Allahumma taqabbal minna wa tub alayna inna kanta tawwabu rahim Allahumma inna nasaluka al-afu wa al-afiyyata fi dunya wa al-akhira Ya Allah, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim Ya Allah, Mare Gunaoku Ma'afirma Ya Allah, Mare Gunaoku Ma'afirma Ya Allah, Mare Gunaoku Ma'afirma Ya Allah, Mare Tawfiq de de Shaban ke mahine mein Ya Allah, Mare Khub Ibadat kare Ya Allah, Itni Zindagi bide Ya Allah, Mare 
رمضان کا مہینہ دیکھ سکے یا اللہ رمضان کے مہینے کی ہم قدر کرے یا اللہ زندگی کے جتنے دن ہیں یا اللہ ہم اس کی قدر کرے یا اللہ صغیرہ گناہ کبیرہ گناہ جتنے بھی گناہ کیے ہیں اللہ ہم اس کی معافی مانتے ہیں توبہ کرتے ہیں یا اللہ تجھی سے توبہ کرتے ہیں یا اللہ تجھی رحم کرنے والا ہے مغفرت کرنے والا ہے یا اللہ تو ہمیں معاف فرما دے یا اللہ تو ہمیں معاف فرما دے یا اللہ ہدایت کا دروازہ کھول دے اس ملک میں یا اللہ ہدایت کا دروازہ کھول دے اس ملک میں یوروپ میں مسلمان جہاں کہیں بھی پریشان حال ہیں ان کی پریشانی کو تجور فرما عراق کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما شیشان کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما فلسطین کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما ہندوستان کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما پاکستان کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما بزنیا کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما جہاں کہیں افریقہ کے اندر مسلمان جس جگہ میں ہو جہاں بھی ہو مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما یا اللہ مسلمان کی مدد فرما مسلمانوں کی اوپر بہت زیادہ ظلم ہوا ہے یا اللہ تو رحم فرما کرم فرما تیرے لئے کوئی مشکل کام نہیں ہے یا اللہ تو کن فیقون کا مالک ہے جو تو چاہے یا اللہ تو مختار ہے یا اللہ تو ہماری مدد فرما یا اللہ تو ہماری مدد فرما اس مجلس میں کوئی بیمار ہو یا اللہ ان کو شفا دے مسترات میں کوئی بیمار ہو یا اللہ ان کو شفا دے ہمارے عزیز و قارب میں سے جن کا انتقال ہو گیا ہو یا اللہ ان کی مغفرت فرما ان کے درجات کو بلند فرما ہسپٹل میں جو بیمار ہیں ان کو شفا دے جن لوگوں نے کہا ہے دعاوں میں یاد رکھنے کے لئے اللہ ان کی جائز تمنا کو پورا فرما سبحان اللہ و بحمده سبحان اللہ العظیم وصل اللہ تعالی لخیر خلقه محمد و علیہ و اصحابی و ازوادہ و بریاتہ و اہل بیتی اجمعین برحمتی کریا ارحم الراحمین